Right, so we're chatting to Connor Maynard for the very first time on Algo FM. Welcome. Thanks for taking a little time out. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So you're racking up those interviews today, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, running, I'm running out of things to say, honestly. <laughs> I've, told, I've told the same stories about 20 times at this point. <laughs> ah, I can completely imagine that that would be the case. So let's, let's talk a little bit uh, about you. As I said, uh, first time we get to talk to you. You have two younger siblings oldest child does that automatically make you the favorite um i kind of I, I feel like the favorite differentiates between the two my two parents i think i i like to think that i'm maybe my mum's favorite but i think my my youngest sister is my my dad's favorite so that so that's anna yeah anna yeah <laughs> okay so jack and anna are both youtubers like you kind of used to be uh exactly yeah they are both um with yeah well definitely within the social media space i feel like i sit my sister's kind of transferred over to TikTok a little bit more um, as of recently. But Jack um, Jack still yeah works on, on, on YouTube and also he's working on music at the moment as well, which is pretty cool. Right. So 10 years on since MTV's brand new, do you ever have to pinch yourself and go, I could never have called this? Definitely. I think I still have moments where I have to kind of remind myself how lucky I truly am. Um, I think it kind of it's kind of a bit of both, really. I feel like Whenever people ask me, like, oh, you know, like, is, oh, is it amazing like you do music and all that kind of thing? And I feel like one kind of strange feeling that I definitely had, I think around the age of, like, 16, 17, I remember, like, when everyone was kind of panicking. We, we were trying to, like, I was at college and people were trying to decide what they wanted to do next, whether it was go to a job or go to university or whatever. Um, I don't know why. There was kind of this, like, level of calm within me that kind of was just, like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, you, you're, you're, you're going to do music. It's, it's, it's going to work out. Something, something's going to happen. I don't know why, but I had this kind of like just this inner like belief or like feeling that, that it was that it was going to work out. And I, and I think that um, had I not had that, I, I, I don't know what I would have done. I feel like I would have just spent the entire time overthinking it and panicking and just I probably would have messed it up for myself. But um, yeah, I feel like I definitely have moments still where it's still like incredible how far it's come. And, you know, the fact that I get to um, go around the world performing and, 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 and release and, and, and release music to kind of millions of people around the world is, is amazing. And um, but at, at the same time, I felt like it was something I knew I, I knew I wanted to do. So yeah. Yeah, and you've been in a TV series called Dream Team. You've been on Broadway in Kinky Boots. Um, you've been mentored by Neo. You don't like being compared to Justin Bieber. <laughs> you know that is the first time. That is the first time I've heard Dream Team get brought up in such a long time. Oh my goodness, that is that is hilarious. Yeah, I was I was in a TV show called Dream Team when I was when I was thirteen. Um, and it's funny because yeah, because growing up, I actually wanted to be an actor. That was that was my main kind of goal uh, when I was like, I think age maybe seven onwards. Acting was something that I really wanted to do. And music kind of just took over. But um, yeah, I, I did a TV show when I was sitting. I did I did Broadway in 2018 um, where I played Charlie in Kinky Boots, which was a lot of fun. And the Justin I have a Justin Bieber thing. I feel like early on in my career, I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder to like towards that because you know i was like well i'm me i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be compared to anyone else I'm, I'm my own person i'm my own artist but i think kind of as i grew up a little bit on, upon reflection i kind of just felt you know what it was you know it was something that massively helped at the beginning of my career and i think that you know it was actually quite flattering to be compared to you know arguably one of the biggest artists in in, in the world so i think that um I, you know, I definitely kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it as much these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what you seem to have in common is, is jewelry. I think he has a little more ink than you do though. Oh yeah. No, I, I have zero tattoos actually. This, this is a conversation I had with a friend of mine recently talking about maybe getting tattoos. I, I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like I would maybe be open to it one day, but at this point, I've gone so far without any. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what would, I don't know what would lead to me getting one. I feel like it would have to be something really, really important. Like, if if I ever goes to like number one around the world, maybe I'll get it if I ever tattooed on me. <laughs> okay, so, so this is not something we're possibly going to throw open to the fans to make suggestions. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I don't, <laughs> I've kind of put the power in their hands now. But listen, if 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 they can make that happen, then I feel like I'd owe it to them. So life wouldn't be complete uh, chatting to somebody like you without a little bit of social media stalking. And I I was wildly entertained by the the Uber driver who loved the apartment that you were in so much that he wanted pics and you actually obliged him. That was so cool. Yeah, that was was at the end of a trip in L.A. I think it was like 2017 or something. Me me, my brother and some of our friends went out to L.A. for like a week. And yeah, this Uber driver that was taking us to the airport, he arrived and obviously we had a lot of luggage. So he he came into the house to like, kind of pick up the luggage in here <laughs> and he was just like so excited by by the house i mean the house was really extravagant it was, it was really a really nice place that we all stayed in um and yeah he was just kind of blown away by this this house and he and he just handed handed me his phone and just asked if if, if he could have some pictures in the house yeah in the nicest way possible did he know who he was asking to, to take the pictures? No, he, I don't think he had any idea. He had no clue. And I think I think he was just mainly focused on the fact his, his Tinder profile was about to be popping off. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy funny. Uh, let's talk a little bit about touring. I read somewhere that, that you have an eye issue and often perform with lights varied according to how you feel at the time. Where did you read that? that that's, that's, there was, like the main thing that I have offered during shows is um not it's not really lighting it's more the 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 um the what's it called the dry kind of dry ice the smoke that comes on the stage it's such a common thing with performing for some reason i just don't, i don't know i just can't i can't like sing through it if there's too much of it and i and i and then end up kind of losing my voice like really really frequently but in terms of lighting goes no, I, I, I just let the lighting guy do what he wants <laughs> fair enough um in late 2020, kind of at the height of COVID, you did a collaboration with South African artist uh, Josh Wanty. How was that? Yes, yeah, that's that was that was really really cool. And and in, he's actually currently uh, uh, Josh Wanty doing a, a kind of musical project with my brother. I me- obviously I mentioned earlier my brother's doing music now. Him and Josh Wanty are, are doing a a music collaboration called Blank Minds, and they're kind of like DJ producers releasing. Um, at the moment, they're releasing remixes to, to kind of big tracks that are out at the moment. Um, they're going to move on to originals uh, soon. But um, yeah, no, Josh has been one of my like one of my mates for for a long time. So getting to work with him on on uh, Never Let Me Go was was so fun. Like it was really really cool. Like being able to work with a mate on a on a on an original track. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, practically, how did you do it though? Oh, he's he so he was in he was in London. He lives he lives in London. Right. So. We, uh, he came over to my apartment and played me some of the stuff he'd been working on, and and that was the song that stood out to me. I was like, that song is crazy. And and to be fair, he actually originally only came over to get a little bit of help on some of the top lines. He just wanted um, my input on some of the writing of the of the lyrics and the and the melody of the song. Um, but I heard that uh, that idea, and I was like, oh, I, I want to be on that song. And he was obviously like, you know, that would be amazing. Let's do it. So then we we worked on that track together and and put it out. So, yeah. I remember it, it doing quite nicely on our chart, actually, if memory serves. Yeah, he told me. He, he, did, he, would, he would always keep me up to date with uh, how it was doing in, in, in South Africa, which was really cool. So, yeah. Right. So, so you've done some work with one of ours. When are you coming here? 
Hopefully very soon. Hopefully very, very soon. I was, I was, I was potentially going to be doing a, a show um, over there at the end of last year, but, it, but it, I, I ended up kind of not really doing much towards the end of the year because I took some time off to kind of work on new music. But um, I mean, I hope really soon. I, I, want, I want it to tie it into whatever, whatever my next tour is. I want to tie it in South, uh, South Africa to, to the tour and, 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 I, and hopefully I get to visit as many, as many cities as possible. So, yeah. Brilliant. So one of the articles that I, that I read was um, a day in the life of Connor Maynard. And uh, are you going through one of your healthy phases at the moment? I, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> and what does that mean? I'm the moment. I'm playing football. I'm running uh, pretty much every day. So, yeah, at the moment, life is hell. So, yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, so, so fav- favorite foods then that maybe don't fall into the um, kind of uh, healthy phase? um favorite foods i mean to be if i'm honest i just love like my, my my taste in food is 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 i just love junk food like i when i get my cheat days and my days off i end up just getting like a pizza or like a naughty burger from somewhere um and uh i also love mexican foods i love like a burrito or something some tacos um my, my actual favorite cuisine currently is peruvian food which i, I don't really get to eat um often because I feel like in the UK, there's not really much options when it comes to Peruvian food. But whenever, whenever I'm in the States, um, particularly kind of uh, LA or Miami, they have incredible Peruvian food. So I, I always make sure I hit a Peruvian spot when I'm, when I'm over there. I don't think South Africa has one Peruvian restaurant. I'd love to be proved wrong. Uh, it maybe, it's not that, I don't feel like it's that common, at least. It's, no. To the best of my knowledge, I feel like um, in London, I don't actually know if we have any Peruvian restaurants. I should definitely look into it more, but... Um, I feel like we have like Peruvian hybrid restaurants, but in terms of like purely Peruvian, I actually don't know. Hmm. Um, I, I see that you're quite the dedicated gamer. So as, as as somebody who isn't, I'm most likely to be the friend who watches quietly from the background, um, you know, something like Grand Theft Auto. What is Rocket League? <laughs> Rocket League. Um, so yeah, Rocket League is, is at the moment probably one of my favorite competitive games to play, like a more of an esports type game. Um, and essentially... <laughs> essentially you just control these flying cars and it's like it's like football soccer with 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 cars essentially um yeah you know there either be one person or two or three or four on each team and it's just yes yeah, two goals at the at the end of um at the end of on, on the kind of at the end of the um sorry on each end of the pitch and yeah you have to just shoot the ball into the other the other team's goal and you're, I'm, but you, you can hit the ball as a car. You're, you're a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was not helpful sounds, at all. <laughs> it, sounds really, it sounds very weird to explain, but it's a very entertaining game. And it's, and it's actually got a huge kind of uh, player base. There's a lot of people that play it. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, what series are you watching at the moment? Oh, I just started The Last of Us. Um, I started it literally on monday and it's obviously it's based on a it's based on a game that came out uh i think in like 2013 or 2014 and i played it kind of the year the year it came out and it's and it's one of my all-time favorite games well literally is my all-time favorite game it's my number one game of all time and the the show so far seems to be absolutely incredible they've only only released one episode so far and it's and it's yeah it's, it's it looks like the reviews are absolutely insane for it as well so yeah Cool. Um, I saw also that, uh, as we were saying earlier on, you've been in a t- TV series, you've been on Broadway. You said that you'd like to work on a movie. Is there anything um, on the way? 
Yeah, so I, growing up, acting is actually what I wanted to do. I wanted to, um, I kind of wanted to be, I wanted to be an actor. And and from I think it was about age seven onwards, I I, I started attending drama classes um, on the weekends, and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, being in a movie is definitely something I would love to do. I think obviously right now my focus is mainly on music, but I think um, kind of going into film slash acting um, is definitely something that I'll always. Um, I'll always aspire to and want to do so it'll always be on the cards as of right now there's nothing kind of set in stone or cemented but um it's always part of the discussion so yeah hmm. um and as part of the um in the a day in the life of uh, i saw that you like me um cannot sleep in silence yeah no i i know i can't i i have to either put on a tv show or or kind of um just anything any like kind of sound in the background to kind of focus. I, I, I normally like tv shows or like kind of like educational I like I like being able to listen to, to someone speaking that's kind of my main thing I think some people like kind of like tapping or scratching or like eating sometimes eating noises which isn't really my uh, no. at all. not my thing <laughs> uh, but I definitely like to listen to like um people kind of speaking whether it be in a tv show or, or a youtube video or something so uh yeah I don't I don't even remember how I developed that because I feel like years ago it definitely wasn't something that I needed to do but now I, yeah, I always, I always do. Otherwise, I feel like I can't sleep. It's, 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 it's strange. I suppose if, if, if you're somebody who even vaguely suffers from scattered focus or any form of anxiety, I think anything that's repetitive and soothing um, is, is probably going to be something that you would, you would kind of take on over time. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So that's, that's probably the source of it. <laughs> mm. Right. On to in the winter of 2022, as the press release says, Pop star Connor Maynard disappeared from social media, leaving his 13 plus million followers scratching their heads. What happened? So I, uh, I kind of just, I just finished um, the a part of my world tour, and um, I also spent the majority of the year building a relationship with a, with a girl that I met online. It was long distance. And that, towards the end of the year, kind of came to a very abrupt, crushing end. And um, it was kind of a massive shock to the system for me. And I, I think I just felt like I needed some time to kind of step back and, and process it and, and just kind of get through it. I feel like I, I didn't want to kind of just continue on social media pretending everything was fine. I feel like that's one of my, like, my least favorite things to do is kind of pretend I'm okay when I, when I don't feel okay. And I just wanted to kind of, yeah, I want to take the time to kind of get through it and, and also put it into something productive. I, I, you know, I feel like I've learned that music is, and I feel like this kind of goes for like most people really. I think that when you're going through a difficult phase in life, I think kind of keeping busy and and, and, and keeping occupied is, is really important. And I think for me, I just wanted to get in the studio and, and pour, pour it all into to some music and, and write about it and, and get it kind of out in the open and off, and off my chest. So I kind of just took some time to, to do that so yeah that's kind of um what happened at the end of last year and obviously uh if i ever the new the new single is kind of the product of of, of that time off so yeah yeah but, but i i read with with some kind of amazement that you then wrote and scrapped more than 50 songs in the process oh yeah no, so over the over the over the course of the the you know the few months i had writing music um yeah loads of the songs aren't aren't going to be used or aren't coming out because I think it was such a particular scenario and, 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 and situation for me that I really wanted to get it right. And I wanted to nail exactly how I felt and, 
that was no kind of easy feat. It was quite a difficult, difficult thing to pull off. So through doing that, obviously, yeah, there were, there were ideas and songs that were just kind of immediately scrapped because they just weren't right or they weren't kind of hitting the nail on the head. They weren't, they weren't kind of putting across the, the, the message that I wanted to, to portray. So, yeah, it took, it took a lot of time to, to, to really fine-tune it and, and, and get it right. Right. Um, well, I'm hoping that uh, the fans um, regard it as sufficient payment for your absence <laughs> and that it does really, yeah, really well for you. Because if you have to have your heart broken, then, um, you know, maybe you should get a, a hit single out of it and maybe not go the Miley Cyrus oh, no, route. There, need, there needs to be some silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least at least I'm hoping it's not a diss track like uh, Miley Cyrus's Flowers. No, it's not, not quite a diss track. No, it's a little bit more hot. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, are we in a kind of want to see her when you go to australia or don't um well i mean as the song the, one of the lyrics in the song states itself it literally says and if i'm if i'm ever singing where you are i pray you don't show up and and that was a a nod to, to actually the last thing she ever said to me which was oh well I, I still hope i see you in my my city next year when you're on tour and, and i was so like taken aback by her saying that i was like you, I mean, really? Like, I, I, I don't want to ever see you again. <laughs> so like, yeah, that'll, um, that'll like, hit you in the feels. Yeah, I think, yeah, no. So I, I kind of put that, put that line in there to kind of, uh, to kind of, yeah, put across that, that, that message. And, and I don't know. We'll see. It's, there's still, there's still time. So maybe, maybe I'll have healed a lot by then and, and feel a bit better. And, and we'll see. Only, hmm. only time will tell. True. Uh, thank you for letting me steal a whole lot more time than I was supposed to, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, Connor Maynard, thanks for joining us on Algoa FM. Hopefully we'll be spinning the track, if I ever, as a playlist addition in the not-too-far-distant future. Uh, all the best with that, and uh, be awesome to see you when, when you come to the country. Definitely. Thank you so much. It's so nice to speak to you. Yeah, have a good one. Bye-bye.